Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Start, Run, Grow podcast. This is where we share real-world information and big ideas for a lucrative side hustle, startups, and entrepreneurs. Our mission is to inspire, inform, and entertain you with practical lessons about all topics of business and interviews from successful industry leaders, entrepreneurs, company owners, and business people. So let's get after it. Here's our host, Mel Wallace. It was called Silicon Valley Bank, but its collapse is causing shockwaves around the world. From winemakers in California to startups across the Atlantic Ocean, companies are scrambling trying to figure out how to manage their finances after their bank suddenly shut down on Friday. Now, this meltdown means distress. Distress not only for businesses, but also for the workers whose paychecks may get tied up in the chaos. Listen, the governor of California, he's talking, the president of the United States, they're talking, everyone's talking about stabilizing the situation as quickly as possible to protect jobs, people's livelihoods, and the entire innovation ecosystem, which serves as a tentpole for our economy. So this is one of those moments in history, in time, that as a small business owner, we all have to pay attention to what happens next. Now, I'm not here as a start, run, grow shortcast to give you gloom and doom, but I do want to equip you on what you need to do next on how to deal with uncertainty in your small business. Now, it's a tough time to be leading or running or starting any business right now, right? And especially for small businesses. Uncertainty abounds, you know, and knowing what the future will bring, okay, right? And when this current banking debacle, this crisis, whenever this thing subsides, things will still be up in the air. The harsh reality is, is that uncertainty is always present. It takes various forms, whether it's the, you know, current uh, banking crisis, uh, trade tensions, environmental concerns, or even political unrest. There is always uncertainty. Now, companies that learn to plan for uncertainty can be better uh, prepared or better uh, able to handle this disruption in the economy or disruption as it relates to change, they are better positioned to succeed. And typically, these type companies, small businesses or large, will emerge from the current situation better than those that can't and don't plan for uncertainty. So what I want to do today, I want to give you six points, six points on how you can turn your business into the one that's prepared to weather the storm of uncertainty. Uno. Step one, don't get defensive, get smart. Now, it's human nature 
when things go awry, right? When things happen, it's human nature for us to want to bury our heads in the sand. You know, we want to ignore it. We want to pretend that it's not happening in our backyard. We want to deny what is happening. And the reality is we don't even want to deal with the uncertainty or the change that's happening all around us. While now this strategy, you know, may work when everything is fine, when there's no problems, when there's no banking crisis or there's no environmental crisis or there's no political unrest. But the reality is, folks, in your small business, these things won't work when things suddenly get haywire, right? I mean, when you think about the current banking crisis that we're all seeing in the headlines, you know, and the economic impact this will have on the economy as it relates to small businesses, right? You know, it's also an attitude that won't help your business prepare for this, right? Or even other future upheavals and crises. You need to prioritize and make a contingency plan and a disaster prepare plan for your small business. Now, hopefully, you won't ever have to use these things, right? But you will have them on hand to rely on if or when they are needed, okay? And just as you can't prepare for every single scenario for your small business or every single outcome in your small business, but having a plan in place can help you use uh, this information as a starting point for any future crisis that you or your small business may face. And this, of course, makes it easier for you to prepare for future unknowns. Now, it's important to keep your, your core business line strong, whatever that may be, whether you are a service industry or you're selling a product, uh, you're providing some type of consulting, maybe you have more of a personal service, maybe you're a barber, maybe you are a cosmetologist, regardless of the type of business that you have. It's important to have strategies in place to deal with any type of disruption so you can keep the production running smoothly, even in the time of uncertainty, all right? So, so for example, let me give you an example. Let me give you a real-world example. You don't know what might bring a disruption to your supply chain, for example, right? I mean, think about it. a couple of years ago, not too long ago, actually, a couple months ago, there were trade tensions between companies or countries. You know, there was the global pandemic, you know, possibly a natural disaster could cause disruption in the supply chain. But even having a plan in place on how to deal with these type of disruptions can help you when this time comes, right? It's also important to be open to new ideas and opportunities and to see where you can make changes in your small business that will help keep your business strong, even in the midst of chaos. Now, the goal here, in particular as it relates to steering your business through a time of uncertainty, folks, listen, this is not easy stuff. Okay, it requires at times making tough decisions and you'll have to be able to move quickly at times and respond quickly at times in order uh, to to really go into survival mode, hopefully just for a little while. Okay, but it can be done successfully. 
if you are prepared and if you're open and if you approach this chaos or this event or this disruption, if you approach it strategically. Point number two, think about how you can diversify your investments. Now, a good way to prepare for uncertainty is to plan for multiple outcomes, multiple outcomes, and to have strategies in place to address and capitalize on each of these, right? I mean, talk about finding new avenues and strategies to explore and think about ways you may be able to diversify your business or bring some type of new stream of revenue into the business. It's things that you should discuss now when things are actually going great, right? So you can always prepare that if or when this time comes, how do you pivot, right? And to keep your business running. So instead of trying to guess what's going to happen next, place uh, as many small bets, if you will, right? You hedge your bets. You, you figure out ways that you can uh, multiply the outcomes of your business, particularly things that are within your control, okay? Now, this can be uh, done by including, you know, ways of shoring up how your customers perceive your brand of your business, um, how customers view your company or how they view your products, you know, how will you motivate employees to keep morale up and pro- uh, productivity high in uncertain times, and where uh, you can even expand into untapped markets. You know, unfortunately, some of your competitors may not make it. They may not survive. Is this an opportunity for you? Okay. Now, all of this, of course, you know, all these different things, all these different ideas can actually help you make it through the crisis. Now, when it comes to your products, your services, or the goods that you represent, specifically, right, you want to be able to focus on the improvements you think the market will need or the market will demand, you know, uh, and even experiment with pricing, okay, during these time periods and even new marketing strategies, all right? Now, folks, listen. You will make mistakes, you know, (laughs) and place a losing bet, right? Sometimes you're actually not going to win the game, right? Particularly in these uncertain times. But you won't succeed without trying. Okay, think about it, right? You you, you can't make it without, you know, being in the game. You got to be in the game. So putting in time now, um, or better yet, before the crisis starts, will put you in better shape and help you to position yourself um, better so that you can come out on the other side as a winner. Today's Point number three, look for where there are gaps or there are new opportunities. Now, I just said this a second ago, right, that small businesses that have been able to shift their business lines and, and produce products uh, or to, to provide services that are needed during the current crisis, right, have been able to keep the doors open. They've been able to keep their employees on the job. Now, at the same time, they're able to create necessary um, um, products or equipment, or they're able to create necessary uh, items, right, goods and services to help them through the crisis, 
Okay. Now, companies that have been able to shift some, right, um, or even some of their, for example, if you're in the manufacturing space or you're making something, right, you know, if you're able to now produce these items, right, maybe you are, I don't know, you, we've heard the stories about companies that made, I don't know, uh, uniforms. All of a sudden, when the COVID hit, they went into the PPE, uh, protective uh, personal protective equipment business, right? Or they started making hand sanitizers. There were um, um, alcohol distilleries, liquor distilleries that actually pivot during this time period, and they went into creating hand sanitizers with the same equipment that they use to distill alcohol, okay? Now, the fact that they were able to do these things helps them to fill a much-needed supply gap and to keep their operations running at full capacity, all right. So let me give you an example. There's a machine tech. Now, the machine tech, of course, is a manufacturer of um, automated cutting equipment. They're based out of Canada. They're based in Quebec, actually. Uh, so they create um, this, or they use CNC routers. Okay. For those of you that are that are in the industry, you know what these what these things are. I'm talking about. Right. Now these. CNC routers that were normally used for customer demos, right, and, and making, uh, particularly, you know, making some type of uh, anti-contagion shields for frontline workers. So what they were able to do, right, they, they were able to take their existing equipment that they use for whatever they make on a daily basis, and now they started making things that actually dealt with the challenge that the world at this time was facing, Right, these folks made these uh, anti-contagion shields. You've seen them; they're like the little clear plastic shields people can put in front of their face, particularly nurses, doctors, frontline workers. Right, so they made this equipment during this time period because they knew there was a demand in the industry. Now, they also partnered with a local 3D company, right, and and shared resources. Okay, they're collaborating, right, to print these protective visors. Okay, so. Even in the midst of, of kind of a negative situation, they were able to find gaps. They were able to find opportunities in the midst of the chaos. So here's the key to success, right? By thinking outside of the box and deciding what resources could be turned towards building new products or providing new services or creating new goods, small businesses can diversify their business lines while still providing a vital service. Cuatro. So here's the next point. Invest in human capital. Invest in human capital. Now, during times of uncertainty, right, the the knee-jerk reaction is to often reduce your staffing levels. That's usually the first thing that small businesses look at. Hey, i got to cut my labor costs. But a new direction requires new expertise and even new energy, okay? And reducing headcount actually makes it more difficult to climb out of uncertain economic times, so there's a lot of shift when we talk about how to handle these things, right? 
uh, we got this uh, potential recession. We have this banking crisis. We have uncertainty uh, in, in political terms, right? How do you handle all these things? So one of the thoughts are, instead of reducing headcount, maybe this is a time where you can actually grow your headcount. Listen to me. I know it sounds crazy, right? As the economy changes and the fallout from the current crisis continues to unfold, small businesses will contract in the short term, okay? Some of your competitors that are right down the street from you probably will not be here in six months if they hadn't planned for this crisis, right? But one probable outcome, you know, from this banking crisis, for example, right, is that some of the, for example, manufacturing, right, will start returning back to the U.S., where all these companies have been outsourcing their manufacturing uh, for goods and services, right? They're sending them overseas, but because of these challenges and problems, those opportunities will begin to come back on shore, okay? So building the right team now will help you to get a jump start on the competition when this happens. Now's the time to invest in training for your employees, whether it's one or you have 100 employees, right? Now it makes more sense, right, to help your team to be more efficient, okay, which will help you weather the current storm. And of course, makes you better able to jump on these future opportunities. Here's point number five. Invest in solutions for agile operations. Now, I think we've all have seen this huge spike over the last two to three years specifically for the need of remote work. Okay, now tech forward companies with the right software portfolio are able or have been able to transition almost almost seamlessly, right, uh, into this remote workforce. I mean, manufacturing companies, you know, they still have to have many uh, of the workers on site because they're running equipment, they're running machines, they're making things with their hands, right? Folks in the construction industry have the same challenge, right? But the front-end staff, for example, can easily work from home with the right technology solution. Now, technology solutions, and I won't get into specific names, but technology itself can play a crucial role in helping small businesses adapt to these new and uncertain times, all right? This allows your your front office staff to work remotely, for example. Um, This could help uh, folks that make things, manufacturers, for example, right, Uh, to provide them the needed data that they need to have on a day-to-day basis, right? This gives them full visibility to monitor their operations remotely and to do it in real time, okay? This also helps small businesses schedule, you know, their shops uh, to precision and and to help with their operational efficiencies, okay? So as uh, a complete solution uh, that connects and integrates all aspects of your small business shop, of your small business office, of your small business uh, manufacturing process, whatever it may be, Technology allows you to do these things, okay? This also gives you the tools when you rely on technology that you will need to leverage during this time of uncertainty, right? You can manage your supply chain. 
uh, you know, that has been basically turned upside down because of other disruptions. You could do all of these things with the use of technology or technological solutions. Okay. Now, you know, think about this as a small business, which part of your business and even process that you follow on a daily basis is key to your survival as a small business. These are the things you have to think about, right? And whatever those things are, these are the areas that you need to invest in uh, to find some type of robust solution to ensure that they can continue, that these process, that this operation can continue should the nature of your workforce or inputs, right, to produce production changes, Okay, and here's the last point. Point number six, folks, be straight up with your workforce. Be transparent with your workforce. Okay, communication is always important, particularly in times of uncertainty. Right? It's even more necessary because people are nervous. They don't know if they're going to lose their job today or tomorrow, or if the shop's going to close down because of this banking crisis. Your staff, just like you will be a bit anxious, particularly on the edge, if they have not received kind of an update from the boss, from the owner of the biz- of the small business, okay? So just like you worry, okay, about the economy and, and, and the financial forecasts that you read and, and, and the things that you look at on a day-to-day basis as the business owner, right? Well, guess what? So does your people, okay? So it's important that you look at ways to cut expenses that you... Uh, you know, make salary adjustments, you know, where you can, that you try to the best of your ability to deal with layoffs only if necessary, okay? But you want to be able to keep your employees in the loop, right? And on board with the steps that your business is taking. Your staff knows that you are doing whatever it takes to keep the organization afloat and well positioned uh, and even to rebound when the economy is more favorable. Okay, so keeping the lines of communication open, it gives your staff um, timely and consistent updates um, or opportunities to understand what your game plan is. Right. Your staff will thank you. Okay, for the openness and and for the honesty that you are having with them. And guess what? This happens. This also makes them more productive. It makes them more efficient because they have confidence now that the people that's running this business knows what they're doing. and They're being transparent and sharing information. So the last point here is that managing uncertainty, as I said at the beginning of this conversation, is never easy. But keep your head in the game, folks, right? Now's the time to look for opportunity, right? There's a saying that when there's blood on the street, there's time to buy, okay? So now's the time to start thinking strategically on how you can put your business in the best possible position to succeed in a time of uncertainty. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Exilium Community Development Corporation. But more importantly, we want to thank you, the listener. Check us out on our website at startrungrowpodcast.com or drop us a line at info at startrungrowpodcast.com. 
Please subscribe to our podcast on the platform of your choice. And until next time, always keep moving forward.